You are listening to the Ellie Castro Show. He is Ellie Castro. And he's Jose Rodriguez. You see that? <laughs> yeah. We've never done that, by the way. No. That was a first. That threw me off for a second. But now that you're leading, you get to start. I, I need you to tell me if I was in the wrong or if it was okay. You were in the wrong. <laughs> you're already saying I already know you. And if you're asking me if you were in the wrong, you were probably in the wrong. All right. Well, then let's tell you the story uh -huh. so you can verify that I was in the wrong. So I can confirm. Yeah. So I have a membership to a car wash place where I get my car washed. Yep. First question. Why do you have a membership to something you can do on your own? Because it's easier for the car wash machine to do it. But I'm saying, why can't you just go to wherever you happen to be at and just be like, oh, do I want a car wash? Uh, yeah, I just filled up the, the car with gas. So sure. Ah, because it's cheaper. You see, when I got it, the place had just opened up. So I'm grandfathered in at that price. Oh, my God. Grandfathered in. You're bringing those kind of terms. It's yeah. a car wash. It's, it's just water and soap. I paid $19.95 for a month. Okay. So $20. And I can wash it as many times as I want. Unlimited. Yes. So do you regularly wash your car? At least three times a week. Wait. I'm sorry. You said three times a week. I'm pretty sure you meant three times a month. No, three times a week. Almost like every other day. Yeah, because it's on the way to work. So in five days, I wash it three times. All right. Are you trying to sell your car? <laughs> no. Like I drive on I-4 a lot. So all the bugs and all the stuff that get on the car, it's like, I don't want them there. Are you a clean freak? Yeah, I do uh, like my car clean. What about your house? It's also clean. How many showers a day do you take? Two. And if you could take three, you'd probably take three. If I was at home in the middle of the day, I'd probably take another one. Yeah. If you worked from home. <laughs> there would probably be a you third shower. Yeah, you would probably stop after lunch and be like, oh, you know, yep. time for a third shower. Well, I'd take one at night before going to bed so you're nice and clean when you get into the bed. And then I'd take one in the morning after I do my walk. Just like the car. I'm surprised you don't wash the car on your way to work and on the <laughs> way back from work. If it would allow it, it would probably happen because they only allow one wash a day. See, to me, it's just not even worth it. Okay, so how often do you wash your car then? Once every time I see that it's really, really dirty. So that's like six months? I don't even keep track. <laughs> uh, you know, I've had my Toyota Corolla since 2017. How many times have you washed it? Twice. <laughs> wow. You can't tell. You know, when it gets really, really dirty... Like the inside of my windshield, I just kind of pull my sleeve and then I just kind of wipe it. <laughs> and if the windshield gets really, really dirty, well, then I'll just kind of, you know, clean it, my area, so right. I can see. And that's, you know, it's fine. So then your passenger side area of the window is like you can't see. They're not driving. They don't need to see. <laughs> it's fine. All right, so here's what happened. I pull up to the car wash area, and right before you go into the machine, there's a prep zone where there's they have like a bucket, uh, a big bin of water with soap and brushes for you to like clean the really grimy parts that the machine might not pick up. Uh, Pre-wash. Right. Well, when I get there, there's three stations. I pull up to the first one, and as I'm walking around to go get the brush, I notice my station doesn't have a brush. It just has the bucket of water and soap, but no brush. Well, the guy next to me pulls up right as I'm, I'm noticing there's no brush. I'm digging in the water. There's no brush. So I walk over to his because there's a brush. I can see it, and I grab the brush. 
you grabbed his brush. I grabbed that station's brush. Which happens to be the one he was at. The one he had just pulled into. If this is where you're going, you're <laughs> you're starting out wrong, but go ahead. So he gets out of the car, and, and as soon as he gets out of the car, he's like, hey, I was going to use that. That attitude right there, just, it was like a spark. What kind of attitude would you have wanted him to come out with when you were obviously taking his brush? But it's not his brush. Oh, let's not argue it yet. Let's say it was. What kind of attitude, since it seems like that's what bothered you, what kind of attitude would you have wanted him to come out with? Maybe in a nicer tone. It's like, uh, I need to use that also. Maybe the tone he used. Oh, also. (laughs) Yeah. Also. Hey, how about, uh, hey, I understand you're trying to use my brush, but can I use it first since it's at my station? But it's not his brush. And if we go by who got, I got there first. So I have the pick of any brush that's out Ah, there. Ah, okay. So you're just mad you got there first and you picked the wrong station. Correct. I Mm -hmm. picked the station that didn't have a brush. So what, what about the other station besides his? Also had a brush. Why don't you just walk over and get that one? That's the way he could have done. Unbelievable. What do you mean that's what he could have done? That's what you could have done. Well, when he tells me uh-huh. I need to use that brush, I was like, there's another one at the other station. Oh, my God. You're that guy, dude? Yeah. I was there first. I would have been like, but this is my station. The brush is at this station. Why don't you walk the extra distance to that other station? I got the brush already. I was just cleaning. Okay. Oh, it doesn't stop there. Oh, no, it doesn't? So does he key your car? At this point? No, he grabs a cleaner, a bottle of cleaner that he had in his car, uh-huh. and he starts squirting his tires. That's what he wanted the brush for, to clean uh-huh. them. And he mumbled under his breath something, because I'm already agitated, so I'm ready for it. I'm in the I wish factor now. I don't understand why you're agitated. You have no reason to be agitated. The only agitation here is that you picked the wrong station and you were too lazy to pull out and drive into the correct one or walk the extra distance for the brush. If I was sitting in your car, I'd be like, come here. Could you come here, please? Could you drop, drop the brush. Drop the drop the drop the brush. Go go apologize, please. And then you're telling me you're agitated. Of course, oh, I was agitated. Oh, gee, you're agitated because of his attitude, right? Because God forbid he says what is the right thing to say. He didn't have to say anything. He oh. could have just gotten out of his oh. truck like I did mm-hmm. and seen that there was no brush and gone to the other station. Seen that there was no brush. Seen that the man from the other station walked over and got his brush and he should have seen that the man that did so was bigger than himself and he should have just understood that he was easily agitated and just gone to get the other brush. Exactly. You see, oh. now you're understanding my point of view. No, I'm not understanding. <laughs> no, I'm not understanding at all. So... He's mumbling what? It's unintelligible. I don't know what. What do you you think he was mumbling? Like cursing me out or saying something like uh, this fat guy is taking my brush or something. That's in my head what he's saying. All true, by the way. Probably. Yeah. You took his brush and you are overweight. (laughs) Yes. Facts. All facts. All facts. But this is annoying you. Yes. Right. Now I'm at like a DEFCON 5. Oh, he mumbled something. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. I go, we got a problem over the brush? Oh, now you're starting things. <laughs> Instead of doing the right thing after doing the wrong thing and just proceeding to your car, now you want to know what he mumbled. Now you have a problem that he mumbled. Yes. Now you're basically saying, why don't you say it louder? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
This is how people get arrested, and this is how my friends end up calling me from jail. You understand that? <laughs> well, I'm glad it didn't get mm -hmm. to that point, because after that, he just said nothing. And then I just finished my car, and, <laughs> and then I took the brush and put it in my container, like in the water, where he was going to have to dig for it. You didn't put it back where you found it? Nope, I no. sure didn't. I've and lost track of how many wrongs uh, you've committed. Really? Oh, my God. I felt that the only wrong I did was leaving the brush in the water. Oh, that's the only wrong thing you did? Yes. Asking him, you got a problem with the brush? That wasn't wrong? You were just trying to, what, improve communication between two human beings? Yes, I wanted to know what he was actually saying oh. and if he had a problem with the, me having the brush. Oh, you wanted to know why he mumbled and, and whether or not he had a speech impediment and that maybe you could provide speech therapy. Yeah. Through a fist. <laughs> yeah. Come on, y'all, and sing it for me. So the other night, we had Lisette's sister over, her twin, and they brought their dog. Wait, the twin that we discussed in a previous episode that, that has an issue with uh, timeliness? Yes. Okay. They did arrive late that night, too. Oh, of course they yeah, did. Yeah, of course. Who's they? Uh, her and, and uh, my niece, her daughter, and then the dog. Oh, who she's passing it on to. Okay. <laughs> yes. Got it. Cute little dog. I love the dog. Nope. What kind of dog is it? It's a mutt. But the the little types that always bark at everything and the yeah, little she's a barker. The little ankle biters. Yeah. But they, she's friendly. She's not, very friendly. Oh, no, that's what they all say. No, until, she is. No, no, please. Until until they bite. <laughs> oh she's never done that before. That's strange. Right. Uh-huh. Well, now that you say she's never done that before. Uh-huh. So Lisette had gone to our master bedroom and somehow the dog like poked his nose and opened the door. And then as Lisette is coming out, she notices something on the ground and she looks over. Over and she calls for me immediately and i get there and the dog had dropped three little poop pellets on our carpet like out of their butt it took oh. a poop on our okay. on our carpet because the way you said drop little pellets it was like uh like i dropped it from my pocket yeah like so i was seeing red uh -huh. because it's our carpet luckily it was like hard pellets there wasn't any softness to them luckily for who for the dog uh-huh yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, then I had a little conversation with the dog one on one. Like she knew she had done something wrong because the tail immediately went up. My tone escalated. Her tail went in, uh -huh. inside her legs and she was like looking at you side eye. But wait a minute. Where was the dog's owner? In the living room. So was the dog's owner involved in this? Well, my niece came and picked up all the little pellets and threw them away. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. The cleaning only involved picking up the pellets? No, and putting spray on it and then air freshener on so, it. It's a lot like, of work. It's a yes. lot of work. So while she's doing all this cleaning, where's the dog? Outside in, their li in its little uh, kennel. Like a, a crate, kennel crate that sure, they have cause, for? Because she already went to the bathroom. Right. So had you had this conversation yet or you're still waiting for the cleaning to, to wrap up? No, the cleaning was done and now I went to the kennel to talk to the dog. So there was a there was a period of time where the dog was just chilling and the dog had no idea that it had done wrong. Oh, no, it knew it had done wrong because she got put into the little kennel. So oh. she was ashamed and that was like ah. her time out. Who put her there? Uh, my niece. So like, I'm going to put you in the kennel and then Uncle Jose is going to have a word with you. Yeah. So the dog is sitting in this kennel, which is what? Like a cage? Yeah, a cage. Okay, so the dog's in jail. <laughs> yes. Uh, awaiting the executioner to come get it. So I walk in and the dog, uh, which name is Boo, that's the name of the dog, oh. was sitting all the way to the back of the kennel. Sure, as I would be too. <laughs> if I saw you approaching myself, uh, I'd be like, this is it. Uh, this is my last day. 
So I call her over to come to the front, and she wouldn't. Well, how did you call her over? I was like, come here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, hey, boo. No. Why would she come to you if you're like, come here? A little mm. too aggressive. So I look at her, and I go, look, boo. Oh, that was nice. Look, boo. I'm look, gonna, boo. I'm going to try to reason with you, boo, because yeah. I could just reach in there and choke you out. I go, I have never come into your house and left you a little gift of poop, okay? So if you ever do this in my bedroom again, I am going to come into your house, pop a squat, and leave you a nice turd here. A 2018 study out of Emory University found that dogs are most likely listening and responding to us in hopes of making us happy. So if you're someone who talks to your dog as if you're talking to a baby, you're doing it right. And if you don't, you should probably start. How big is this cage? I mean, how, how big it's is this? It's a little dog, so I don't know. I'd say like uh, two foot by two foot. Okay, so you're not going to go inside. No, I wouldn't fit. Was it an empty threat, or would you really like squat over this cage? Oh, I'll squat over that cage if she ever poops in my bedroom again. With the dog inside of it? Sure. Because the dog would be like, what, <laughs> what is, is happening? happening? What? Oh, my God. Is that what I've been doing? What is happening? These are not pellets. No. These are not <laughs> pellets can someone explain what the muzzle is happening so what gave you the impression that boo took in your message no i could tell she received it because she was definitely making eye contact with me throughout the whole time that's because you're at the exit and she thinks she's about to die she has no way out you know what i'm saying so she's like yeah whatever man so then after the 10 minutes that my niece lets her out she walks into the living room and she approaches me first and she says Look, Jose. Is that what she said? (laughs) She came over, nudged me, and sat right by my feet. Like I was like, okay, I'll forgive you this time. That's That's how easy it was? Yeah. And you think that that's a result of what you said? Yes. She understood me. how you said it? Probably both. Maybe the dog was so terrified of you, the way you approached it in such a menacing manner, that it thought, you know, if I'm going to live... I better suck up to... To that big guy that just threatened me. To that to that monster over there. Let me just nuzzle. Just nuzzle a little bit and see if it works. And if it doesn't, well, then I'll bite his ankle. That's more like what she was probably thinking. <laughs> so the rest of the night, the dog was very friendly with me, spent most of the time with me. I would too. Yeah. So I, I think she learned her lesson. So what happened when it was time to leave? They packed up the her little cage. Uh-huh. Uh, They walked outside, she did her business, and then they left home. You mean Boo wasn't, like, attached to you? Well, she said goodbye, like she came and... No, 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 I mean, like, uh, let's go, Boo. Oh, my God, Boo won't leave. She's so attached to Jose. Why would... So she easily was like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out this place. Okay, you understand? (laughs) You understand? It was like, let me just stick around to the one person who looks like uh, will kill me. And then as soon as my owner says time to go, I'm out. I I am so out. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, roof, roof. I like this place. I like this menacing, huge ogre of a man. No, she was more like the first one out the door. Yeah, I want to (laughs) I was driving back from the gas station yesterday and I saw a dead possum on the road. Okay, now I wasn't going that fast so I could tell. And it was dead. You know how like possums like to play dead? 
This one wasn't plain dead. How do you know it wasn't plain dead? Because half his body was like severed. Oh, okay. okay. So if it was plain dead, it's a hell of a trick. Okay. <laughs> it was a magician. In my first house, when I lived with Sandra, uh, we had a dog. And the dog was barking, barking as I let it out, right? And she was barking, barking, barking. And I was like, stop, stop, stop. You know, what is it? What is it? And I went out to check. And she was barking at this dead possum, like just laying there. And I'm How did like, you know that one was dead? I didn't. This is how I first discovered oh. that they're great actors. Right. Right. So I'm like, oh, my God, I got a dead possum in my backyard. What do I do? How do I get rid of it? Right. And I'm like, oh, man, I tell Sandra and I'm like, do we have a shovel? You know, maybe I can scoop and throw it into the neighbor's yard. You know, I'm trying to figure it out. So I go and there was nothing. <laughs> it was gone. Completely. Right. So I'm like, what? Maybe there's wolves or coyote. And then Sandra's like, maybe he was playing dead. Right. You don't know the term playing possum? Until Sandra said, maybe he was playing dead. I'm like, why would a possum play dead? Wait a minute. And I was like, oh, okay. I got duped. So I looked around the yard hoping that I could find it and be like, listen, I'm, I ain't trying to kill you. I'm just trying to give you credit. Like, right. that was amazing. Great, nice acting. Great job. Yeah. Wonderful. As, as a fellow actor, I just want to give you credit. Yeah. That was amazing. So this one I'm driving and I'm like, that one's dead. That's no trickery. That one's dead. That one's not getting up and walking away. That that one's done. <laughs> that was its last performance. Right? Oof. So I was thinking, it's not in anybody's yard. It's on the road. So what happens to it? The vultures get it. Nature's garbage removal. Yes. And there'll be like half a dozen of these nasty, ugly creatures. Right? Mm -hmm. It's just disgusting. I mean, look, I know God knows what he's doing, but if you could just talk to him about what went into the creation of the vulture? Could you have made the vulture look a little prettier? Right. I don't see anybody going, you know, I would love a vulture. A pet vulture. Like eagles, right? I would love to have an eagle. You know, eagles are so majestic. They're so beautiful. Or a dove. Right. Or even a pigeon. All right, pigeons are nasty. But, you know, people in the city, they collect pigeons in oh, little yeah. cages and the roofs, right? You don't see anybody going, you know what? Let me show you my pet vulture. I've got a couple in my roof. You want to see them? <laughs> Oh, my God, they're beautiful. No, they're atrocious. And, I, you know, it's like I don't want to interrupt their work because they're, they're doing the dirty work. Right. And they don't move till the last minute when you're coming in your car. Like, you're coming in the car, and it's not till the last minute that, like, they'll move out of the way. Yeah, and then they go back. Right. And that's only because they're waiting for you to swerve. <laughs> right. And they're like, oh, he's not, oh, he's not going to, oh, fine. And they won't even fly away. They'll just hop, hop, hop. Yep. Have you seen them like actually pick up the carcass and move it to a safer location? I haven't seen that, oh. but I've seen two of them fight over the carcass oh. and like rip the carcass more apart. Oh. I think vultures are nature's zombies. <laughs> because if you think about it, that's exactly what they do. Like they're ugly. They're just hopping around, and whenever they see something that they can eat and dig their, their beak into, that's when they start munching on and, and chewing on. Some may call us scavengers. Hey, some may call us thieves. But if you're looking for intelligence, just look up in the leaves. And hail, hail the vultures. You know, they don't get to everything. So what happens then? Then those get eaten by other animals or other rodents that come around. Because vultures aren't the only ones that prey on dead animals. That's correct. But if there's still that carcass, whether it's a possum or a deer, right? What happens then? That's when the animal control or sanitation department comes out and takes care of it. Right. 
So I found two individuals, all right, that do this for a living. Oh, wow. Yeah, God bless them. Yes. Check this story out. Dion Morris and David Scales are two members of such a team. It says, on a crisp day in March, they received notice of a dead deer on Highway 141 near Carmen Road in Manchester. They turn on their work lights as they slow down to find the deer. Once they located, they don bright yellow work vests and hard hats to improve their visibility to drivers. So far, it's a regular job. The deer is not on the road itself, but off to the side in the grass. It's a relatively small deer, approximately 80 pounds. Before picking it up, Scales gently nudges the animal with his foot. This is where I'm starting to lose interest in the job. Well, he's trying to see if he's playing possum. <laughs> yeah, in case the deer is a possum. Scale says, quote, you still want to check the deer out because possums feed on them. And if you come out and grab one too quickly, one may run out. Oh, so the possums could be inside eating it yeah. from the inside. Yeah. Possum comes out of that deer. I'm out. I'm out. That's yep. it. That's my last day. I quit. Here's my notice. Yep. I take off my vest right there. I don't even need the last check. He also said it's important to check the deer for ticks or other infestations. I'm not checking a dead deer for anything. Nope. Not for a pulse, not for ticks, not for possums, for nothing. Okay. Nope. You could tell me there's cash inside that deer. Well, it's going to get buried yep. or burned because I'm not touching the deer. I don't even think buried. I would light it on fire. Like you said, it's getting burnt yeah, right go. there. Yeah, yep. Once they determine it's safe to handle, the men pick the deer up by its legs and carry it to the truck. <laughs> okay. Sure. Nope. I'd be like, uh, hey, partner. <laughs> It's all you. <laughs> it's all you. I'm going to be in the truck. They lay it on a metal trailer on the back of the truck. The deer isn't secured to anything. Of course, why would it yeah. be? But the sides of the trailer lock down like a basket to ensure the animal can't fall out. Scales and Morris triple check that the gates are secure before walking backward facing oncoming traffic to get back in the truck. On that day, the deer carcass didn't smell particularly bad. For one thing, Morris said, it was cold out, which helps minimize the smell. Also, it hadn't been dead that long. He knew because the tongue was still soft. It hadn't hardened yet. That means he touched the tongue. Uh, that means he reached and touched the tongue and was like, oh, it's still soft. Why are you squeezing the tongue? Yeah. Why are you trying to determine the time of death? No. Just put it in the truck and let's go. Just light it on fire. Forget the truck. Oh, my God. I'm like, Morris, stop touching the tongue. That would be me the whole day. Yeah. Morris, stop touching the deer's tongue. He goes, and there was no green coloring around the belly. Morris also pointed out the eyes. He goes, if it's more of a milky-looking cloudy white, it's been out here for a while. This deer's eyes haven't dilated. It's still regular. It probably got killed early this morning. Why, why are you giving me this? Yeah, why is he staring into the deer's face like he wants to get its soul or something? Stop it. Throw a blanket or a tarp over it, put it in the truck, and let's go. Yep. When an animal has been dead for a while and it's a hot summer day, <laughs> I'm quitting. That's that's it. That's the end of that sentence. Morris said the stench can be powerful. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just the word stench is a powerful adjective. On those days, it says, they dab Vicks Vapor Rub under their noses to block the smell. Oh, so they're Hispanic. Claro. <laughs> you know, they're like, oh. Uh, Vicks. You know what? And I'd like to see two of them, but Latino style. Okay. Let's see it. Diablo, ese sí está grande. Mira, eh, Morris. Dímelo. Eh, ese, ese animal parece bastante grande. 
Sí. Y, y apesta. Tócale la lengua, ve cuando se murió. Yo no toco lengua. No tenga miedo, cógele la lengua. Yo no toco lengua, Morris. Mire, es así, tú no. la agarras, mira, así no. mismo, así, suavecita. Este, este no tiene nada de muerto. ¿Tú la ves? Cuando está suave así. No, no quiero verlo. Mírala, suavecita, mira, como y, un colchón. ¿Y qué quiere decir eso? Eh, cuando está suave así, esa murió hace poco. Ese murió como a las cinco y media. Ah, Morris, yo voy a esperar adentro de, del truck. Ah, para que tú hagas lo que tengas que hacer porque es que apesta y yo no, no puedo ni respirar ponte VIX en la nariz muchacho déjate de eso y agárrale la pata que hay que levantarlo vamos ponte VIX en Ajá. la nariz Toma. Okay. ahora tú lo hueles todavía ponte más VIX ok déjame acá, déjame acá okay. y ahora lo huele todavía ponte el pote entero entonces <risa> And that was the Ellie Castro Show. He is Ellie Castro. And he's Jose Rodriguez. And for more information on his shows, you can go to EllieCastro.com. You can also follow him on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. Don't forget, he's also on Cameo. And you can follow this guy under... At Jose A-Rod. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, we love those five-star reviews. Remember, mi gente. Life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Palante. Well, those cars never seem to stop coming. Work and work. Keep those bags and machines humming. Work and work. My fingers to the bone. Work. I can't wait till it's time to go home. <laughs> that was good. <laughs>